0: The Red Room Theater, Episode 9, Scrooged. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We are hosts Ernesto Alanese and Antonio Moreno. Every week we look at one of the movies that raises us up, We talk about how it raises us wrong and how it raises us right. Today we talk about the movie Scrooged. So Scrooged is a true Christmas film. I mean, it's a Christmas film through and through, it's about Christmas, it's, it takes place during Christmas, and it's simply, what it is is... It's a retelling of the immortal classic, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Did you ever read this, this stinking book when you are in school, dude? You're funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it was one of the... You had to read it, though. Who had to read? I watched the Scrooge McDuck <laughs> cartoon. Okay. Now, have you ever <laughs> seen... What do you think is the best... Like, besides this one, what's your favorite Christmas Carol retelling? Christmas Carol retelling? Yeah, like the Scrooge, because ghost, the ghost, Christmas past, present, future. Like there's the Jim Carrey one, there's the. the it's the cartoon one. Which cartoon one? The one with Scrooge McDuck. That's your favorite one. I love that one. When Remember when that one dude, he grabs the streetlight, pulls it out of the ground, he's got a little flashlight. Yes, dude. Dude, I did. love that cartoon. And yeah. that's dark too. It, it, the, the story's a dark story all across the board. I um, mean, everyone knows it. Tiny Tim, God bless us, everyone. We know the beats of the story. This takes place in modern-day New York, and what's crazy is they're making a live broadcast of A Christmas Carol. So it's kind of like, it's very, like, meta. It's like they're telling, they're telling a story in the movie. Meta, what's meta? Uh, meta means, like, it's like when um, the guy turns to the camera and talks to you. It's, like, oh, it's okay. like a story within a story. Like, the story they're telling in the movie is also the story they're telling with the movie like it's weird like Ben have like a JM Silent Bob movie <laughs> who would go to see that <laughs> and I look at, the at us <laughs> exactly it's very meta dude <laughs> that, I laugh so that's loud that's so funny do <laughs> they stop and look at the camera dude I think I think me you and Zach Davis are the only ones that watched that movie that many times in the theater <laughs> that summer <laughs> but uh um so that's just, so, so and it's so it's just literally it's someone who hates christmas And uh, it's Frank Cross owns a TV station doing a live broadcast of Charles Dickens' Immortal Classic, Scrooged. And um, he's doing the movie, and he hates Christmas. To get an idea of who Frank Cross is, what kind of person he is, do you remember what's on his office wall? The definition of Cross? Something Something to hang people on. (laughs) Dang, Gina! He's a... He's a a dog. He's a jerk. He's a... uh, uh, get everything you can out of people for nothing unkind oh. mean spiteful selfish funny but he's not trying to be funny he's just so egotistical we laugh watching him but he's not a, he, he's not kind anyway he has no friends he don't even like his family he don't like his brother He's a jerk to he's his brother. A dog to his brother. And his brother goes out of his way. He's a sweetheart to, to him. fight him this Christmas. Oh, I'm going to start crying thinking about how his brother talks about him when he's not there. Oh. But, I mean, his brother is the kind of guy that sees the good in him. Knows what kind of person he could be. Probably remembers when they're kids. You know, remembers he was his oldest brother, took care of him and stuff. But he's just, he don't want nothing to do with family, don't want nothing to do with friends, don't want right. nothing to do with a woman. He's completely career driven. All he's got is his, his job. He's he's, but he, he's he's top at his job. What did you say? I'm the youngest president of a of a of a TV studio. Yeah. He's proud of his successes and he, he's, a, he's a jerk of a human. Being. He even says a line, he even says a line by humbug in the movie. He says it. Bah humb. He says it in the movie. Remember the street performers are playing. He's like, "Go get a job." Somebody call the police. <laughs> and it's Paul Schaefer in his it's Paul Schaefer. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Um, so it, it, it's it's he hates Christmas and his old boss. Just like the, the just like the story. Um, his old boss comes to what warn. What a twisted scene that was. When I was a kid, when he's, Bill Murray is shooting him, bang, bang, Baka! Oh, <laughs> uh, the, the boss says the line, I don't mind if you shoot me, Frank, but take it easy on the Bacardi. I didn't know what that meant. I'm like, what's Bacardi? I'm a little kid. And I don't know what's what. I just thought uh, when Frank Cross would make the drinks, I just thought it was like pop, like Pepsi. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that looks good. You hear him fizzing off. <laughs> now I look at that every time and I'm like, oh, this pops so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he has a visit by three three Christmas ghosts, and they show him you know the meaning of Christmas, and he learns at the end to change. Now this movie did reimagine the ghosts very well. I love the, the way they do the ghosts. All in the, sto- the ghosts are, Wait, dude. So- Buster Poindexter, I'm the ghost. You're like, <laughs> dude! <laughs> dude. Um. So the Ghost of Christmas Past is a cab driver, a cabbie. It's. Incredible the how ghost, funny he is. The ghost of Christmas present is... Go back to Jersey, you moron! <laughs> and then you have the... Chris's present is the fairy angel girl. She Carol Kane! It's Carol Kane! Liar! <laughs> She's great! She is a firebrand All the me just hit me with a toaster. Dude. <laughs> she I love her. a girl with some spirit! <laughs> Dude, she was busted his chops. And then future is of course death incarnate. The Future's black robes. Rowdy. It's in the story, it's always rowdy. In the story, it's always the like the black robe. It's basically it's death, the sickle, the whole thing. The grim reaper. If the you whole will. point is to, to scare the dickens out of you. The dickens. dickens. <laughs> what does he say? No one gets me. <laughs> um and uh, so it's, it's a classic Christmas Carol story it told in New York. And it's, it's the movie is saccharine sweet. The movie could be made nowadays. Because the, the end, the whole climax of the film, it's just so it's a feel positive. Good. Yeah. And nowadays we, we mock that. We mock that level of just open joy. Even when he comes to like his epiphany, he's emotional. He's teary-eyed, heartfelt, like trying to tell people, because it's, it's a live show. And he's and trying he to tell people, I was the idiot. Like, make Christmas every day. Like, it's just an incredible wrap-up to a movie. And some people dog it. They say, oh, it doesn't hold up. It's, it's too cheesy. It's too emotional. I love the ending. I love the positivity. It's an amazing build. It's a great build. Man. And and Bill Murray, um, he, he sells it. Owns the character. He sells it, and you believe it. Now... Before we go, so, so it's, it's, that's the basic story in a nutshell. Now let's go ahead and hash out the cast. You have Bill Murray as Frank Cross. He owns this movie. He's great. He's great watching him. He's hilarious. Animated. He has hilarious. great lines. Great lines in this movie. Lines, I, I quote all the time. Um, you have, um, Carol Kane was great. You have Karen Allen from Indiana Jones fame as the girlfriend. Oh, as the, as the I know it's been... Ten years, or what does he say? Yeah, something like How, that. Seven years, so, something crazy. But uh And she's a sweetheart that works with the homeless. It, the complete opposite of him. She and you see okay, so then you have maybe one of the favorite best characters of the movie, a Bobcat, Bobcat Golden, as is, Elliot Loudermilk. It, <laughs> and it starts where he's uh suit and tie. He's like a VP good in the guy. Company. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a high guy. Because he's, he's in the, the boardroom, yeah. He's in, in the, the boardroom. Yeah. yeah. And he goes from this three-piece suit to this drunk giving blood so he can get a pint. Dude... (laughs) He fu- you stinking dog! <laughs> that's the funniest scene! And his bottle breaks, and you're like, oh, that's all he had. The poor guy, because you keep on seeing the movie just randomly. He's just getting beat down that he 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 gives so much blood to get money, he passes, he passes out in the they, bumps. Steals they roll the him, dude! The bumps roll him! But uh, he tries to get a drink in the cab, he grabs it the one time! Oh, it's yeah, the ghost <laughs> of Christmas Pass grabs it. Well, Bob can't, can't see him, so it disappears in thin air, and he's looking around like, what the heck? <laughs> Dude, and uh, at the end when you meet he's lost everything. He's like... It, everything's gone. He's like, has a shotgun going to kill Bill Burrussi? He goes, and she took her little baby with her. <laughs> but Bobcat... He is awesome. He's great in the movie. He's great. Even um, Terry uh Grace, she's great. Her story is rough. With her son that stopped talking because he witnessed his dad get murdered. They they, they take Oh my goodness. They really do a good job of taking the story of of Christmas Carol and moving it to the modern day. Instead of Bill Bob Cratchit, you have Grace. And she's a great, she she believes her. You believe she lives in the streets. And he must pay her crap that she's living in a crap apartment in Harlem. Yeah. He must pay her jokes. Well, the the thing is, though, she's got three kids and her mom lives with her. She's probably only working. She's doing the list for uh, the bonuses. He's like, give yourself a towel too. Put yourself down. Uh, what does she say? She goes, what about my bonus? In a hey. uh, a face cloud or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh she <laughs> <That> was so... <self. laughs> she got hood, dude. Oh she <laughs> <laughs> What about your bonus, Mom? Washing my hair with it. <laughs> You're like, dang, dude. The movie is it hits on all <laughs> cylinders. Now, um, we're gonna deal with some some great scenes in a little bit, but we're gonna hash it out a little bit. We 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 did a bit a while back, and I, I've got emails about. I this I like bit. bringing this bit back. This, this is is a bit good we want to do this once in a while. We call it the greatness test. And what put we back, do? Put in your bit. We put the the, the greatness test. We take an actor, ask a question. Has this actor made three movies that will stand the test of time? Three movies that are gonna be around be, after after they're gone, after we're gone. And the next generation will watch these movies and still enjoy them. And we're to do the greatness test for none other than Bill Murray. Now, the thing about Bill Murray is he's almost had two careers. Yeah, he has. He really... He He got cool again late. It, he's like, he pulled a Johnny Cash. He pulled yeah, a Johnny he's Cash. he's the coolest. He was gone, and now he's back. Dude, did you see how much press he got during the Cubs World Series game? He's everywhere. He was the man. He was interviewing the president of the Cubs in the locker room afterward, drunk as a skunk. I can't believe they that. They I were have... pouring champagne in each other's mouth. I'm like, what is Bill Murray doing <laughs> with the World Series champs right now? He wasn't on the mic. That's, that's, coo- that's how cool he is. Super cool. So, can we name three great films? Can we name only three? That t- test of time, uh, great, wonderful, enjoyable, gonna make it. What do you think? Gonna make it. Um, Scrooge obviously is great. Now some people would argue with Scrooge. Let's, let's put let's take the table first. Let's get off the table. Let's use three three other ones. See if we can get three other ones from Bill Murray. Okay, I could go obvious and say Caddyshack, but I'll, I'll, I won't touch that one. That one's—I think that one's great. I I'm, um, okay. M- one of my favorite movies of all time, with one of my favorite Bill Murray scenes of all time, is *The Life Aquatic* and uh, Wes Anderson movie. He is the main guy. He's the um, his name's Steve Zissou, but what what is his? It's quite what Steve the name of the movie. Yeah, but what? Is, what is, who is he emulating? He's emulating um, is it Jacques, Jacques Cousteau. Cousteau. <laughs> it's it's a fantastic performance. Uh, Wes, Wes Anderson's the reason Bill came back. That's why he had his comeback, yeah. He, he, it's kind of like the Quentin Tarantino for John Travolta. Exactly. Anderson said, Bill, I want you. So he was in Rushmore. He was oh, in Tenenbaums. Uh, yeah, He bombs. was in Aquatic. I mean, he just was there. And in Darjeeling... There's just, a scene where Bill Murray passes the, the baton. Yep. He doesn't make it to he the He can't the, make it to the train. And so the, 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 He and after that, he's not in the movies anymore, which is a great. I was great wondering movie. why he wasn't in the Hotel Budapest. He just wasn't, yeah. yeah. Which uh, was an awesome oh. movie. Uh, but he, he, he's a, so. How about. Okay, this is not by any means a great movie, but a great role. Baloo in the live action Jungle Book, he was. Dude! A, a, he was listen, fantastic. Listen. I want to put that on the table. So do I. Because. He, he, he did everything in that movie. He was a jerk, took advantage of him, fell in love with him, tried to protect him. I, he was, oh, man, was he awesome. He, the Jungle Book Disney film was better than the cartoon ever could have hoped ever. to be. And his performance as Baloo is the best performance. It, it, it's a great performance. I think Jungle Book is definitely in the running. So Jungle Book, Wes Anderson, what else we got? Stripes. Uh, Comedy-wise, he's be stronger ones than that. Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters. One and two. Are... We, we, we just do one, though. Well, yeah, yeah. one. You know what's crazy? Ghostbusters 1 opened the same weekend as Gremlins. Are you serious? The same weekend! Two supernatural, crazy movies opened the same weekend. That would be a great day to go to the theater, dude. You watch great movies all back day. Back-to-back. We'd go all day. All day. Um... Ghostbusters, its that movie is beloved. It's beloved. They, they did the remake because they want to c- cash in on the awesomeness that is still in people's minds from the original Ghostbusters. People lost their minds at the remake because they loved the original so much. I thought the remake was really good, though. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying people, some people wanted a third movie instead of a, a reboot. Yeah. Or even have, like, it would have been great to have... The, the three that are alive still, the cast, train up a new generation. That would have been an awesome movie, or at least Dan Aykroyd. Well, like one of them train yeah. up, yeah. Like would to have. I mean, I know all the characters. You have Vakman, you have Spangler. Winston is the man. Winston, and what's Aykroyd's name? Um, I forgot who Aykroyd. Ray Stance. Ray, dude, way to pull that out. So that's three. Raise a cult. We're gonna do do Jungle Book. We're gonna do um, Ghostbusters. We're gonna do Wes Anderson films. With left aquatic. I'd say personally, I'd I'd go with Tenenbaum. I'd probably go with Rushmore because he's so good, Rushmore. He is. Him and Schwartzman are wow. fantastic. Wow, wow. they're we, good. H- we got. What about Bob? What about I'm thinking? What about Bob? That movie's quoted by everybody, yeah, dude. That movie is like I still. He is like certifiable in that movie, dude. I literally still do the baby steps things in my mind sometimes. It's so funny because he doesn't even get the book. Like he didn't even <laughs> read the book. He just literally does baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, Bill Murray. Easily has three great films. Have you seen St. Vincent? I have not. What a fantastic movie that! It's on is. Netflix right now. It is. You still got to watch Sing Street, bro. I know. It's on Netflix right now. Dude. Bill Murray. He is. He's an American treasure. If we pulled up IMDb and a list of his movies, we'd be like, great, 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 great. I've enjoyed his body of work so much. I enjoyed Even it. Meatballs was funny, dude. His 80s stuff, there's like there, you talking about stripes, there's some good goofy comedies. There's some good goofy comedies that he made for a long time. But you know what? I didn't love some of his crazy dramas. Like I lost the translation. I didn't like that. Didn't like it at all. I liked him and, like there's a part where he's like for a good time, make it a santori to- San time. That was in the talking Japanese. He can make anything good. I even watched Rock the Casbah. Hated it, but he was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hated it. Oh, man. So, the greatness test, Bill Murray. You're great. We call you great, dude. You are our guy. Tony the Tiger. <laughs> They're great. Oh, yeah. Okay, there. Thank you. Now, at Red Room Theater, we always talk about how movies affected our lives. How they raised us wrong and raised us right. So, let's go talk about how this movie, Scrooged, raised us right. And we're deal with one of the greatest scenes one in the movie. One of the saddest most real scenes that gives you an idea of why he's this character. That's right. And and this is uh, Buster Poindexter, the ghost of Christmas past. Uh, He's driving crazy. Bill Murray's like, take me home! And he takes him home. Drives out of the fog. What is it, 1955? Yep. And he's like, oh. Guess dad forgot to put up the lights. It's Christmas Eve! (laughs) Like, your dad ain't putting the lights up. And when they. Bill Murray says, he goes, You know what? I know what you're doing here. You're showing me my. Yeah, you're going to take me in there, show me my past. And folks would cry. I'm like... And he's but, like, You're the wrong guy. That's what Attila the Hunt said. But when he saw his mother, Niagara Falls, <laughs> and you're like, What does that even mean? And then it goes to the scene, They dude. go in the house, and you see his mom, his and his father. His sweetheart of a mom pregnant with his little yep. brother. Yep. And he's just watching TV. Bill Murray's watching TV, loves TV. Because like us, raised he by movies. Didn't have a dad around. His dad was a punk. And his dad comes home. And, and when his dad walks in the door, oh, I'm going to get t- misty. When his dad walks in the door, that's when Bill Murray's demeanor changes. When he watches his dad walk in and his dad drops a package of meat in front of him and says the only because I mean, obviously the guy, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Frank. He goes, is it a choo choo? Is it a choo choo train? No, it's not and a choo choo train. No, it's five pounds of veal. But I asked Santa for a choo choo. We'll go out and get a job and buy a shoot you know. And you're like, "This is a little kid, dude." And even the mom's like, "Oh, he's five years he's old." He's five years old. All day I gotta hear excuses of why people can't go to work. My back hurts. My legs ache. I'm only four. <laughs> and you're like, "Oh my!" And then, and then poor Frank's face. He like drops the package. He's looking at him like in awe, like. I'm a kid, and the mom's sitting there, like, and she just gets up, pregnant, just trying to love her son and not Don't get watch up with too much TV. She gets up, she's going out. I'm just going. I gotta get away from this because it's just, it's just not good. And the dad just passed out on the couch, and she's leaving. And, she, and, and, and it's, but the thing is, it's something that Bill Murray never seen. His mom's standing there looking at him with love in her face. Love, and she says. Merry Christmas, Frankie Angel. And he says, Merry Christmas to you, Mommy. And she she, she says she loves him. I love you too, Mommy. And she's looking at him and blows a kiss. And Bill Murray is bawling, dude. (laughs) And then Buster leans in. Was he Niagara Falls, Frankie Angel? And it is like, and then he really starts crying. Like the tears come. And you're like, your heart is like stopping, dude. I'm getting, I'm like, I'm, I'm legit. Getting choked up I'm right sure, now. It's, here's it's creeping, th- dude. Here's the thing. What that scene taught me very early is if I would have been there, I would have smashed my dad in the head <laughs> while he slept on the couch. I'm the big, I'm gonna, I'm to take that veal and just smashed him in his head and got his picture out of his pocket and, went and bought a real choo choo. <laughs> <like, "Well>, I'm <laughs> only four. Oh, I wanted to hit him, dude. Here's the thing. You have to deal with your family crap. You've got to deal with your childhood crap. We all got Not it. only do you have to deal with it, you, you just got to get over it. You, the thing is, you deal with it because if you don't deal with it, it's going to deal with you. It will. Yeah, and it'll, it'll fester. And that's why he's such a mean, why he hates Christmas so much is because his Christmases as a kid were so terrible. And it, he just, he grew up, he hated it, hated it, hated it. And then when he got to an age where he didn't have to deal with it anymore, he could do everything his own way, he never celebrated it. He didn't want to be with his brother, didn't want to celebrate with him and his wife and his family. And he even canceled the Christmas party that was famous at their company. Because you see, you see the flashback. When, when he says, take me to my office, gladly, and he goes to the... Biggest, baddest Christmas party ever that was a yearly Christmas party when he was just a, a mailroom guy. And when he became the president, he canceled the Christmas party because he hates Christmas. And you know, what's crazy. I'll tell you why you got to deal with your, your childhood, because we hated Christmas growing up. Man, we had some bad Christmases. Real bad. Like, real bad. Like, we, like if I got old enough to walk on our own, our, my best Christmas is growing up where me and you would leave our house... Go to the, go dollar to the show. movie theater and watch movies all day on Christmas Day. Just, that was our Christmas. That was the best one. Even when you got married and, and had Lena, we still would go to the movie theater on Christmas Day, and watch movies. I, wait, I mean, it it took you having a family to, for me to start liking Christmas again. You know what? I when I got married, my poor wife grew up on a Christmas tree farm. Her family had all these traditions. Well, she had parents that were still together, oh, still dude, loved each other. Stockings, awesome siblings. They grew up at Christmas farms. So they had to have like hay, horses pulling sleighs through their property. Dude, when I used to go up there uh, in in the winter time, it just felt like Christmas. It's crazy. So I marry a woman who loves Christmas, and I hate it. So I go up to Christmas, and she wants to share it with me. She wants me to be able to like enjoy it with her family, and I would shut down every year, for years. And it wasn't until my daughter was born. That's like you know I can I can remake new memories. Well, the thing the thing that made me start loving Christmas again was your kids, and and Henry's kids, and uh, I just getting presents for the kids and and being able to watch kids enjoy Christmas like kids are supposed to do. We didn't have that growing up. And, and even 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 when we would have a good Christmas, like when we were real young, and Mom made all those. We grew up in Flint, so Mom, our Mom, uh, single mom with three boys running around, lived in a trailer, to make money to buy us gifts. Dude, I'm going to start crying. To make money to buy us gifts that year, she sold hundreds of Care Bears. And she sold them, and we we got everything we wanted. The He-Man toys, the castle, the G.I. Joes, everything we wanted. Went to a, a Christmas thing, a Christmas With family grandma. thing. And some scumbags kicked the doors in while we were gone, stole Everything, All our Christmas presents, the TV, ever, stole everything. On a, Even a good Christmas that we had, we got robbed. And I remember that Christmas sitting and watching mom crying, and we were just trying to tell her, it's okay, we don't need the toys, because we just felt so bad. And we were like five and six years old. Our lives were... This is why we do this podcast. We live movies. And so for Christmas, I had to finally... Angie asked me, why do you hate Christmas so much? And I didn't want to talk to her about it. I'm like, babe, I want to talk about well, my childhood. Because you don't want to mess up her Christmas. You don't want to mess up the way you know, she looks at Christmas. But I had to finally deal with it. I had to, I had to, listen, I'm going to figure out why do I hate Christmas. I had to go back into my own past, get over it, and now I can enjoy Christmas. I had to say, this happened, accept it, get past it, and now I'm okay with it. Well, the, the best part about it is, is, is um, even, even even my girlfriend's has said, you know, there, there was two ways you could have gone. And I went the, the way normally I wouldn't have gone. Now I, I live for watching kids open the presents I got them. You know, um, you know even, even you know, now that we're old, you know, doing family stuff's cool now. Because now I'm a grown man. Ain't nobody scaring me no more. Ain't nobody doing nothing to me no more. I'm going to make sure people have uh, uh, good memories when I'm around. But just like, just like this movie, you gotta go back and you gotta, like you're there watching a rerun. You gotta face it. You gotta, and, some people, and, and get over some it. Some guys deny it. They try to run away, yeah. but if you deny it, it's still in there. And you know what? That's why people go to the bottle so bad around the holidays. Big time. What did Phoebe Kate say on Gremlins? Some people are, are open up presents on Christmas, and some people open up their wrists. Dang, Gina, that is. Heavy. She says suicide rates are higher around Christmas. That's true for people. People, because they haven't dealt with their crap, and it gets heavier at the holidays. It gets heavier. It's heavy, just like this podcast just got. Dude, dang. Dang, dude. Wow. You gotta, okay, I'll quote the one. I'm gonna have to go on uh, Not Your pastor's podcast just so I can get over all this stuff. <laughs> Shout out to our boys with the, um, with the podcast. But uh, there's a line from the movie Magnolia. You may be through with the past. But the past ain't through with you. As true as a mug. You have to face it to get past it. So how did it raise us right? I, it, 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 the movie reminded me to face my crap and get over it. And it's, you face it forever, but you've you got to make those steps forward. Now, how did this movie raise us wrong? Now, this one... This one's for you. Frank Cross is a jerk. I, it, it's funny to watch him be a jerk, dude. He, that type grace wants to go take her son to a doctor appointment. And he doesn't care. He, her son is a mute. Can't, doesn't talk. He doesn't talk because he witnessed his dad being murdered as a youngster, and he stopped talking. And he's, but little does anybody know, he's a genius. He's smart. But his, his, but his secretary, Grace, wants to, he, she's got to take her to his appointments because they're trying to um, have a get a case. And so he's like, he's like yeah, I'm working late. Today. I can work late. She's like, I can't. He's like, he goes... Grace if you don't work late I can't work late and if I can't work late I can't work late and he's a jerk selfish he's such a jerk but when i got older and i got power whether it was like a dish a manager of a restaurant or a manager of a dish oh, crew. I remember them nights when you were running the when you were managing it all those <laughs> dude I think being a mean boss is the funnest thing in the world. You do, man. Dude. Granted, I will give you, you are a way better boss than I could be, but you do have too much fun. Dude, and I'm, I'm not, pol- I'm not like, I don't You're say not. please or thank you. I'm like, that's what the it. money is for. Yeah. Like, I you pay know. you, do my will and shut your mouth. <laughs> You are bold, dude. Dude. And I've I, heard stories about you. Dude, I watched Scrooge, and I think it's so... I, dude, there's a part where he he sees Grace's picture on the wall, and uh, she... It's a, it's a Santa Claus that her daughter drew. Yeah, and we he ask her... How many fingers does Mrs. Claus have? Eleven. Eleven. Get it off the wall. It's crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, my, and he crumples it up. Dude. <laughs> dude if I was in charge, and, and I, I am... am. <laughs> dude watching bill murray be a a mean boss it's so it's so funny and enjoyable but real life you can't do that crap but i watching as a kid i just thought it was so cool and it's still in there bouncing around and i've had to really i've really called past employees and apologized for being such a jerk to people yeah well you know what i've You think that's bad? Sometimes I wish I could find old teacher's phone numbers and call them back, bro, (laughs) dude. (laughs) So Bill Murray was so funny in this movie, even though he changes, I liked him as a jerk, too. (sighs) He was funny. He was so... Even firing L.A. Loudermilk was funny. Oh, man. I think it was a little too far. She goes, but it's Christmas. Grace, you're right. Cancel his bonus. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, dang, dude. I mean, I mean he is a jerk. A class A jerk he and is I bad. enjoy it thoroughly. So that's how it races wrong. So uh, holy cow. Any other things you want to talk about this movie because it crossed the board. It's it's great. It's without getting into 20 30 more minutes we can't really get into too many scenes. Because no, there, there's just too many fantastic scenes. It's quotable. Go watch. If you haven't seen this, it, it's on Netflix. Take a couple hours. And if you've never seen it, I don't know if you want to watch it with your kid. Uh, I mean, there's, it's much more of a husband-wife thing. It's like a husband-wife thing. Christmas, yeah, Christmas, husband-wife thing. There are some heavy scenes in it, though. Legit. Like when the, when the one dude, when he finds him dead, frozen in that. That's it's awful. He'd be a lot prettier color, I'll tell you that. That's sad. Little jerk! He calls him a jerk? Yeah, because he's mad, because he's dead. That was... And he, had, and he still had the watch Frank gave him. That was sad. Holy oh, man. Be- the week between Christmas and New Year's... You already got two Christmas movies out yep. of us. Because it's the New Year's, you have some time with the family. It's enjoyable. We want to give you a movie on Netflix. You can watch it at your leisure on your big TV. Heat leisure. So we are reviewing, for your New Year's pleasure, The Princess Bride. It's on Netflix right now, streaming. Go watch it. It's- I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hold it, hold it. It's going to be a wonderful podcast. It's- Henry's head's going to explode listening to that one because Dude- we quote so much from that. Merry Christmas to you. Our gift to you is the Princess Bride Uber Podcast. It's going to be incredible. So we will see you next here. Uh, we'll see you next. We'll see you next here. What was that? <laughs> so um, so this is the Red Room Theater. You follow us on Twitter at Red Room Theater. You us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Red Room Theater. spelled European style. d As always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Tone Low. We'll see you next week. Think of your fellow man Lending a helping hand Put a little love in your heart You see it's